and welcome to the Netball Nation podcast. I'm Emma Louise Jones, your host, and we are, of course, joined by Sarah Bayman. Hello. Hey, hey, hey. And she's back. It's our wonderful lady, Maggie Bakershaw. Return of the Mag. That could be a song. Return of the Mag. Come here. Are you all right, Mag? I'm super, thank you. We missed you. It's good to have you back. Now, busy, busy show ahead because... We're going to have to chat about round 13 of the Vitality Super League. Uh, should, we should have skipped round 13. 13's unlucky. Oh, it is unlucky. It's definitely unlucky for you, isn't it? But we yeah. are going to be uh, talking about that because, sadly, Sarah's seven-game winning streak has come to an end. Oh. No, we will. Do you know what? We'll, we'll brush my Here's my tiny, tiny violin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, we, 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 you're all right to talk about it, aren't you? Yeah, okay. no. You can't win them all. Uh, we're also going to be talking about the 2019 British Fast Five All-Stars as three more teams confirm their place in the competition in October. And finally, we're going to chat about what athletes can do to stay motivated when they're faced with injuries that keep them off the court for a significant length of time. Because obviously, you touched on this, didn't you? Yeah, you yeah we mentioned chat. it last week briefly. Um, but it's like very topical because we've had a few this season actually yes. in the league. So we're going to go into a bit more detail in that and have a good okay. chat about it if that's all right with you guys. Welcome to Netball Nation. Now we're going to start with you, Sarah. Just going to rip it off like a plaster. <laughs> do it <laughs> we'll quick. Do it quick. Sorted. Yeah. Uh, now Loughborough's for anyone listening, Loughborough's amazing winning streak came to an end in Monday's Sky game against Surrey Storm. It was the visitors who managed to put together four fairly consistent quarters and take the win 59-63. You've had a chance to reflect on it, Sarah. We're in a calm environment. Everyone is friends. What happened? Um, we didn't play very well, and Storm played very well. So. Um, I think I said at the end of last night, re- really, we didn't deserve to win it. And, you know, Storm came out firing. We were really bad in the first half. Um, we played better in the third quarter, but Storm held on and it was, you know, they had a they had a game plan. They stuck to it. They showed a lot of composure and, yeah, they deserved the win. And what happens after a game like that with the girls? What kind of, I understand the atmosphere is not going to be great, but... What kind of conversations do you have after that? Just kind of punch some walls and yeah. you know, nah. get it all uh, out. <laughs> no, I think um, like we, we did talk briefly after the game, and you know there was there was a massive sense of disappointment and frustration with the performance from from the players and and the coaching staff. Um, but I mean, you don't. There's no need to go in there and, and tell players that it wasn't great. You, like they know. Yeah. <laughs> so they're already going to be beating themselves. Yeah. Up. Like there's no need to go and stick the knife in and. And everyone's quite emotional straight after a game. So yeah, we, we did briefly talk about it, but it was quite brief and we'll um we'll kind of round it off tomorrow night in training and, and start afresh for, for Bath on Friday. Do you think, because we've touched on it before about um the pressure with Wasps when they're on a winning streak, do you think there was that an element of that that you'd won seven games on the trot and there was a lot of pressure on the girls? Um, I don't know if it was pressure or if it's just sometimes harder to get motivated for games that aren't, against the top four or five. Mm. And and that's with no disrespect to Storm because we prepared really, really well for this game. Um and if that is if that is a problem, it's a it's a real problem for us because we can't we can't afford to do that with the way that league is this year. Um but I, I think there's there's an element of, you know, fatigue um mentally and possibly a lack of motivation and, and possibly a, a little bit of complacency slipped in in the first half last night and we've got to stamp that out 
quick smart. I'm sure you will. Uh, Mags, I'm sure you'll agree with me on this. Vicky Oyasola had an incredible game at goal defence, uh, but Loughborough just couldn't capitalise on the turnovers that were being created. How tough is it when, as a defender, um, your team aren't doing the work at the other end? I can tell you, being a defender, <laughs> it's tough because sometimes you, you you throw yourself at turning a ball over and then you're sending it up court and it's going back down yeah. the court faster than you sent it up. And you're probably going, what are you doing? Yeah, well, yeah, you do. You absolutely do. <laughs> Arms are in the air, stamping of the feet. So ex- very very ex- petulant. Excuse me, please don't do that again, attackers. <laughs> yeah. mm, I, never, I would much no. prefer it if you didn't do that. I don't think I ever said it like that. <laughs> Could we all please ensure yeah. it goes in? Over yeah, there. thank it's, you. It's, it's actually, it's it's quite soul-destroying sometimes because when games are tight as well and you know that maybe you've made that turnover that could make the difference, all you want are for your attackers to look after the ball. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes, you know, you lose it. We always say, just get it to goal and what will be will be. It's if it gets lost before it gets there. And Vicky O did a grand job last night. She really was on fire all over that court. Little Defenders Union here. Absolutely. <laughs> Got a shout out for my Got sisters in the D. Sisters in the D. But it must actually be infuriating because I'm, I'm imagining myself in that position going, I'm literally setting you up. I'm helping you yeah. consistently here. Do your job. Yeah. And the that re- must be infuriating. It is. It, I, won't, I don't know if it's infuriating, but I think you've got to always bring yourself back in and think it's a team game. Mm. You know, there's no way that everybody plays and never makes a mistake through a game. Everybody makes a mistake in the game. It's a long time to concentrate for you know for 60 minutes of a game. Yeah. Um, but Vicky was doing you know her shift last night. She put in more than a shift. And the girls themselves, the professionals, they themselves will know that they've they've let each other down. And they'll self-analyse it and they'll make it right. Yeah. Well, we've had a question come in from our friends, Surrey Storm fans on Twitter, uh, following last night's game. And they've asked whether you think Mickey Austin has been underestimated as a young coach. What do you both think? Um, Who's been underestimating him? Yeah, I, I think, I, I don't think so. Because I think if, if it's hard to say about coaches because, you know, no one really talks about the coaches. It's not about you, is it? But if you, if you say, oh, you're underestimating them, it, it kind of makes it sound like teams aren't preparing as well to play Storm or, mm. or they think that it's going to be an easy game. And that's not the case at all. I, th- I think Mickey's done a really good job this year and she's had some like a couple of injuries at, at bad times and had players not available for games she would have liked them to be available for. And I think maybe she's flown under the radar slightly because Storm have sat around that sixth, seventh spot. And so maybe she's not been talked about as, as much as she could have been. But I certainly don't think she's been underestimated. You know, Storm have got some quality players there and the, and they've been playing well regardless of the results, but it's just whether they've played well for half a game or last night they played well for a full game. And um, yeah, she's got them really well organised. And and I also think that we maybe need to take the, the spotlight off young coaches because this is what this country needs. Our country needs people like, you know, Sarah, who's coming to it. This is a first year, you know, top flight coaching. We need Mickey Austin. You know, we need to to be putting our arms around these coaches and giving them all the support and, you know, any guidance that we can give them. I'll take hugs. Yeah, they're on the <laughs> and, way. They're and on the way. as well. Credit yeah. for doing it. I mean, so let's be right about it. You say she she got a big win last night. You know, that's what that's one big win. You know, when you get one big win, you can't then sort of throw in the line. Has she been underestimated? The, the, I suppose the true way to, to measure it is she's now got to be consistent with what her team put out. She'll be absolutely fine. It's a learning curve for her and for Sarah and all the young coaches. And I think personally, we should be looking after them, not calling them. Absolutely. Uh, well, sorry, Storm fans, there is the answer to your question. As always, you can tweet, post any questions at all. 
within reason, uh, to at my netball nation. <laughs> now then, sorry, you've not got long to reflect on that defeat, have you? Because obviously Friday night, big game against Bath. How do you prepare for that now? Yeah, massive game against Bath. Um, we'll go into training and, like I said, kind of box off Monday's game and prep for when, for, prep for Friday's <laughs> game. But, 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 um, prep for Friday's game. Um, and yeah, it's, it's almost, I think, a blessing that we've got a game so quickly and it's such a big game because you've not got time to... Sit, well. sit around and feel sorry for yourself you've got to get on with it and get better so yeah Bath's going to be a massive game now and it's hard to go down there and win so we'll need to be at our best we believe don't we Mags absolutely <laughs> yes, every we week uh, right moving on round 13 saw another shock result with bottom of the table London Pulse taking an impressive victory against Saracens Mavericks 62-59 now just to point out here Mags, Sarah and Kylie who joined us on the show last week all owe money to the kitty I know and I've backed Pulse a few times saying, oh, they're going to turn over a big team, blah, blah, blah. And then the one week that I, d- I don't. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Maybe you were there. They're good doing it on charm. purpose. They're doing it on yeah, purpose. Too. Uh, right, back to the results. We actually spoke a few episodes ago how teams like Surrey Storm and London Pulse could prevent other teams making the top four. Uh, Sarah, we know you're obviously going to be hoping that's not the case. Uh, <laughs> do you think there are more shock results in store for us in the coming weeks? Because I guess some of the teams are going to be going, we've got nothing to lose here. They've been building, haven't they, all season? And I think that T just found the right combination in that last game. She'd been playing around with that starting combo and it had been showing some slight glimmers of of being able to perform. But my word, did they step up and did they get it right against Mouse? Yeah, Yeah. 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 They did, didn't they? And there was some drama as well. There was some drama in that game. Yeah, Kadeen got sent off, didn't she, for a couple couple of minutes. One um, of their key players got sent off. I think think every team will now look at their running and go, oh, we've got a tough run in. Because, because every game is tough. tough yeah. So like we look at ours and, and we you know we've got to play Pulse yet. We've we've got to play Thunder. We've got to play Bath. And all of a sudden you're going, oh, there's actually no easy weeks here. So every team will look at it and, and be like, we've got I don't know six six games left. Literally anything could happen in those six it's games. It's going to be tough. Yeah. Something. Well, the defeat for Mavs sees them moving to fifth spot, and they're going to be disappointed with that, aren't they? They are going to be disappointed, but you know, I'm really. In some respects, it's helped Loughborough. You know, the fact that the Mavs mm. have lost as well, the table stays the same. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, the game was pretty even going into quarter four and it was Pulse who finished stronger by winning the last quarter, 16-11. It doesn't get any easier for Mavs. They face Wasps at home on Monday. Oh, right. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know that. It's perked yeah. me right up. <laughs> <laughs> She's not one to take pleasure in other people's pain at all. Like Sarah. Uh, no, but that, that's pressure for them now. Yeah, I mean... I think like we had a conversation last night about the fact that we missed an opportunity to release some pressure on ourselves and um, Mavs will be feeling the same. They're kind of piling pressure on themselves. Every time you lose, you're sort of looking around going, oh, like everyone's everyone's coming for us here. Mm. And so... yeah, Wasps is going to be a tough one. It really is. Uh, moving on, you all called the next load of results correctly. We saw Manchester Thunder take an impressive win against Dragons at 73-46. Uh, and Seven Stars as well got a good win at home to Sirens, 49-40. Another big score from Thunder to keep them top of the table and three points clear of Wasps. Are they now the team to beat? Oh, I don't know if it's about the team to beat. I mean, they're up there, they're riding high and they're, you know... It's nice to see that all 12 players are managing to get out on court. They've lost games. You know, they've mm. lost as well. And any team on their given day, as we've seen, can absolutely rock the world of these so-called top-of-the-table teams. I think I think what Thunder are doing, what other teams aren't able to do, is they're beating the lower teams easily. And it, it's 
it takes a lot of pressure off if at half time you're twenty goals up mm. and you can and you can put players on and you can kind of enjoy the second half where Wasp did it against London Pulse, but other than that, no one's really been comfortable in games where you've been going, oh, it's all right, girls, we've got this one. Um, and Thunder have kind of got that luxury, which is it, it, it does release pressure and it kind of gives players a rest as well. So um, I think that's what they've been doing really well recently. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Stars as well. A good win from them. Yeah, great. Could they now be a team to watch? Yeah, I mean, we've not got to play them again, so let's hope, <laughs> let's hope so. She's <laughs> happy to talk about this. Yeah, yeah. Job for you, like, yeah. No, I think, but could I think they it's... cause a few upsets? Of course think? they could cause an upset. You know, any team can cause an upset. Yeah. But I think this now, the competition at the stage now where it's about those top five. That's what I personally mm-hmm. think. I don't think anybody below those top five are going to have sufficient time now to make a difference no, to the top five. But I, but I think Stars could could beat one of those top teams. Mm-hmm. Like I think their defensive circle in particular this year, Sam Cook and Jodie Ann Ward, have just been off the scale good. Mm-hmm. And so they, they cause teams problems. And when they get it together in attack as well, they can be really dangerous. So they, they won't make especially after that points deduction they they yeah. won't make a difference on on their own place in necessarily but, but maybe they, others but they could yeah they could influence yeah. what happens to other teams well but that'll be one to watch and finally as well a big win for wasps against team bath 61 46 i mean that's quite a good result from your point of view isn't it Loughborough? yeah um, yeah i mean that it one of them was going to win um so either way some one of them was going to lose so that that was going to be fine but i think it's quite a big statement from was to beat bath by 15 is is yeah. pretty impressive um and they they kind of went through that i mean it wasn't really a rocky patch but a slightly rocky patch and now they've come out the other side and and they look as good as ever, or if not better. Mm. Well, Wasp started the strong of the two teams and went into the second half with a lead of 10. So like you say, is it key now that Loughborough start well against Bath on Friday, particularly as... No offence, but they didn't really start that well. In well, the I think <laughs> I think in the Just commentary, into it. Yeah. Yeah. I think in the commentary, I heard Sarah saying that you know that the last couple of games they'd had slow starts, and yeah. what she was looking for from her team was to to get on that court and fire from the start. Now <laughs> it's nice that they listened to me, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> they were like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. She can't affect us for the next sixty minutes. <laughs> Um, but she's right when she says it. You know, you you can't afford to sort of start in first gear and then work your way through them till you get to you know sixth gear because teams will just run straight over the top of you. Yeah. So I'm sure that Sarah will have addressed that, or she will do this week, so that they actually do start in fifth and move into sixth really quickly. Is that going to happen? Are they going to listen to you? <laughs> I don't know. Do you want to go? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Maybe this is the week. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Uh, right, before we move on, we've had a really good question coming from Helen Soudan, who's asked whether it'd be possible to get an umpire interview after the Sky Games, because she says, uh, we tend to hear from the coaches and players, but not the umpires. What are your thoughts on that, you two? Oh, Mags. What are you thinking? Oh, Mags. Go on. Go on. You see, <clears throat> let loose. Having, Ooh, yeah. having, having done both, for for reasons within my own club, I went and got myself qualified as an umpire. So what is it? Poacher term, gamekeeper, I think is the term. <laughs> yeah. um, and, I, and I've always struggled a little bit with the speaking to the umpire thing because you're very, very, very careful about how you phrase questions yeah. to the umpires for a start off. And I know in other sports, in football, rugby, other things, you know, managers or coaches are allowed to have frank conversations with the umpires or they're also allowed to submit how they feel that the umpires have performed yet that's not allowed in netball well we we can give feedback on the umpires so there is, there is like a feedback procedure um 
that coaches, you know, coaches can give feedback. I think for me, the thing with giving them a sky, giving them, (laughs) (laughs) the thing with interviewing them on Sky is coaches aren't allowed to be negative about umpires in interviews. Yeah. So then you're kind of only getting one side of the story. If an umpire comes and goes, yeah, I made one or two errors, but, you know, it's pretty pretty hot out there tonight yeah yeah then it's kind of like <laughs> then it's well, kind of like okay well they were great because they said they were great yeah yeah <laughs> and no yeah. one no one's allowed to say any different but I think it would be interesting to get their view on some of the decisions they make so actually if Sky could ask some of the questions that were to think very carefully about asking <laughs> yeah well but but Sky can ask it because yeah, they can. because we can't go up to them and be well, like that decision you made over there when you needed to go to Specsavers what was that about yeah and so <laughs> But Sky can say, oh, there was an interesting decision in that corner. Tell me your yeah. interpretation of that. So that's the thing. Because Sky are kind of neutral there, surely they should be allowed to ask those questions. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that'd be quite good. So then, but then it, it's all, I think it's all dependent on what you're going to ask the umpires because yeah. um, would they want to give an interview? Like if you're going to ask me, like that, that was an awful coaching decision. What was that about? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm probably not going to talk to you that yeah. often. As an umpire, you're going to go, eh-eh, not no me, thanks. thanks. No yeah. thanks. Uh, and P.S., yeah. love umpires. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just get that in. And in fair, and, you know, I'm bringing All of them. <laughs> yeah, all of them. You are ooh, great. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm bringing it back online. You know, it is a lonely place on that sideline. Yeah. It is literally those two on their own controlling 14 feisty women on yeah. the court. And it does get a little bit heated. And sometimes I think it's more passion than it being intent when yeah. they're playing so but it's that fine line of deciding oh, which one is it yeah. yeah and yeah so probably by the end of the game they're so exhausted and mentally drained that they're like no 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 questions yeah well I don't know Maybe we'll have to get one on and ask yeah that's a good idea actually we who will. shall we get Louise Travis she said she'd do it for us oh, really okay. yeah. well we will then yeah. we so, will make that happen yeah we'll, we'll get Louise on because we're obviously really close me and umpires so <laughs> We, we had a fair. We get the message. We have, oh. You should have seen when we Sarah have lots was playing. Of, we have lots of chats. That's what I'm saying. We are yeah. friendly. Bit of, bit of back and forth banter. Let me tell like you, that. Emma, it's that centre. Come here to yeah. me. Come here to me. Time. Stop it. Oh wow. The stupid thing is though, there's only ever one winner. So yeah, like I might, I should have given up years ago. <laughs> Amazing. Well, we will, we will try and get, we'll, yep. we'll try and get her on. Yeah. Uh, right. We've got a really interesting round 14 coming up this weekend. So uh, looking forward to getting both of your predictions at the end of the show hopefully you'll be putting your hands in your purse again uh, moving Probably. on let's talk about the British Fast Five All-Stars competition which is going to be taking place at the Copper Box Arena in October now this is really quite exciting isn't it because the top eight Super League teams will earn a spot in the tournament and the winner is going to take home a whopping £100,000 mm-hmm. that's a lot of money in, in prize money yeah how been the last couple it? of years hasn't well, it that's a huge mm. amount how, how good is that for the sport though yeah it's awesome because it's the only domestic competition we play with prize money, like you don't get prize money for Super League. Yeah. Um, and so <laughs> I got a question there the other day and it's like, what's the best thing about British Fast Five All-Stars? And I was like, hmm. <laughs> from the tip of your tongue. <laughs> hmm, let me think. <laughs> money. The crowd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, she'd so. answered honestly. That would have been great. <laughs> I have not sent it back yet this time. <laughs> this time. Um, so yeah, no, it is huge. And for clubs, because... You know, clubs have got uh, have got expenses. You know, you, you've yeah. got to, like it's a huge expense to run a Super League club. So whilst Fast Five is a bit of fun for players, f- for clubs, it's actually quite a huge thing to win because that could mean the difference between like you go in economy and yeah, 
happen or go not in. like we go like we fly yeah. anywhere yeah, yeah. <laughs> like go in economy yeah. bus or <laughs> tables on your diesel. bus yeah. <laughs> treat yourself to a table coach. <laughs> first last train yeah. Yeah. there we go yes. um, now wasps as defending champions they guarantee their spot good news for you as well Sarah because Loughborough have confirmed they're going to be finishing in the top eight along with Manchester Thunder and Team Bath now I'm going to hand you your very own questionnaire from me okay. explain <clears throat> aside from the money um, why netball fans should get themselves along to watch because why is this special I think it was introduced wasn't it to like the, the 2020 of cricket yeah. to, to netball and having had the pleasure of being with Loughborough the year before when they won um, it was quite exciting because I was given yeah. the job of the golden button, the power play button. And I think there's a few memes <laughs> out there that show me jumping up like this mad, crazy woman. Um, and it was quite exciting. You know, yeah. 12 minute games. It's all out, you know, five players, whatever it is, mixing it up. It was and really exciting. Well, like you say, Mags, you were there. How do you prepare for this? Because it is big. You don't. Big... You really can't. <laughs> you jump up and down. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm putting my hands in the air. Really? And I'm not, it's not like preparing yourself to go out and play against wasps or go out and play yeah. against Bath. You know, I think um, Karen Atkinson was quite visionary with a particular player that she brought in mm. from South Africa to play for Loughborough in that particular tournament. And that girl, can, she could shoot. Yeah, um, and and the, but there tends to be one every year. So like Renska was obviously mm. Loughborough's um, two Secret years. Secret weapon. Yeah, yeah. And then this last year gone, Rach Dunn could hit hit goals from everywhere. So I think it is. There's an element of luck to it yeah. in terms of yeah. whoever shooters hot will probably win. Yeah. But for the crowd, it's pretty good because. It's, it's so watchable. It's only a 12-minute game. There's power play quarter, so, you know, teams get double. There's, you know, flares going off. Mm. Like, everything's going a bit crazy. It's the music's exciting. on. It is exciting. I mean, I was looking in the crowd and I was like, oh, right, this looks all right. This is a bit yeah. of a party here. So, <laughs> um, and yeah. I think the players enjoy it because for as much as there is money at stake... The players enjoy it because it's it's fun. Yeah, and, and there actually isn't pressure on it because no. you can't, like Maggie said, you can't really prepare for it because it's such an unpredictable game. Yeah, you, you'll do a bit of training for it, but it's it's so much down to luck yeah. and, and who's who's firing on the day mm. that actually they can just go out and play and have fun. And it's usually the team that sort of plays with the freedom that wins. Yeah. Uh, well, are you in touch with any international stars for this year's competition? I can't tell you. Oh, don't be like that. Come on, we're all friends. <laughs> Spill the look, beans. Look. Just People listen like, to this. We're not having a chat. A, a, a little, a little hint, a little. Look when when hint. the ink is dried on the paper, <laughs> so, I will tell you. So you can confirm you are. I can't, can't oh, confirm oh, or deny. Oh, do you know? Oh, you've got to be careful because somebody like Sarah says will be listening. They'll sneak in and they'll just take her. <laughs> that might happen. You know, that might have happened last year. Okay. Anyway. Well, as soon as that ink is dry, let us know. We want to know, okay? We'll do exclusive that Promise? I'm coming back for... <laughs> uh, right, the championship <laughs> takes place on Saturday, 12th of October. You can get your tickets now, so we'll make sure that we share all the details of how you can get those on our social channels at MyNetballNation. Uh, now, next up, we've had a message from Naomi Denny on Instagram, following on, as we touched on earlier, about your shout-out last week, Sarah, when you mentioned Jodie Gibson and her rehab journey. Yep. Now, uh, Naomi tells us she's had to have pretty major surgery last year which sadly resulted in her not being able to walk properly for five to six months and she's still not able to run nearly a year on. Uh, and she wants to know if either of you have got any tips on how to stay motivated with a re recovery and keep in touch with the world of netball, even though there's no way that she can play at the moment. Yeah. Um, it must be tough, that. It's exceptionally tough because if you're one of the girls like 
we all know that is netball first. That is your life. That is what you go to sleep thinking about. It's what you wake up to. And it is difficult. And personally, I was really, really lucky. I didn't really sustain any serious injury, so I was really lucky. But of late, there's been a lot of the old uh, ACLs. That's yeah. been, and that really does keep the girls out of the game for quite some time, you know, some up to 18 months. Um, and keeping them involved, all I can talk about is what we do. We encourage the girls to come to whichever club they're they're attached to give them jobs and roles within the club you know if it's their ankle that's wrong they can stand and feed a ball they yeah. can maybe stand on the sideline and umpire a little bit um you know be involved with planning things it's as much as they want to do but we do encourage them to come and still be part of that group yeah because i think mentally as much as physically that's going to take its toll yeah, yeah. and, th- and there's, there's always stuff you can do like even if you even if you can't do anything and you can't join in in training, you know, you can be team manager. You can, mm. you know, sort the the halftime drinks and, yeah. you know, you can sort the social for after the game. You can just be in and around it. And yeah. I think that automatically makes you feel better. You know, I, I did my ACL and um, was out for seven months and it it's hard, but... What did you do in that time? Um, <laughs> a lot of rehab. Yeah. Um, I actually, for like probably the first three or four didn't go anywhere near netball because I was just like it, it I, I was angry at it yeah and it was it was almost too painful like I don't I don't want to go and watch other people play when I can't play and then as as I kind of got through my rehab um because I like I, I kind of took like a mental approach to rehab as well I just because I was a full-time athlete I'd just go into the physio at like 10 in the morning and leave at four at night because I was just like I'm just gonna get everything done yeah. um but but as I got further along in my rehab, actually, then I started going and trying to like connect with people and and still feel like you're part of it because it is an isolating experience. And I think for me, the big thing was to have um, short term goals. So, you know, if, you, if you've got a long term injury and they're going, oh, you're going to be out for nine months, nine months is so far away that actually like what's your short and midterm goal? Like what at, at what point? Like, I remember sitting on the floor and crying because I couldn't clench my butt cheek. Right, so that and I was just like, this I'm is pathetic. Sorry, yeah, I really want to this laugh. is pathetic. <laughs> laugh, she won't. She's over it now. She's over yeah, it now. Yeah, you're all right now. But I was like crying and laughing because I was like, how pathetic is this? Because if you just sit down, like you can clench your bum, and I couldn't do it on on my bad side, and I was just like, oh my god, I'm gonna be out forever. Um, but then it's like, you know, at what point do I get rid of my crutches? That's that's a target. And then it's um, what point can I just can I drive again? That's a target. Yeah. What what point can, um, you know, I I start jogging? What point can I start changing direction? And there's all sorts of little goals. And I think those are what keep you going, because if you just look at it as a whole, it's it's too, too overwhelming. Overwhelming it's too big frustrating. Yeah. So basically focus on your mini goals until you reach the big goal. Yeah, for sure. And I think at the minute there's like some some quite good it sounds awful, good rehabbers who are injured at netball. So, you know, like I mentioned Jodie Gibson who's like an absolute animal in the gym. Gabby Marshall they announced this week she's not going to be back at all this season with an ankle injury, which is really sad. But she also does lots of different stuff. She does a lot of juggling. She does fun stuff. Yeah, and, she, um, yeah. and she kind of posts her off-feet conditioning sessions, which is all like, you know, um, ski erg and um, hand bike and different things. So yeah. it gives, gives you ideas as well. And, and when I think when you see other people going through it, um, it's it's actually a little bit of motivation that, one, it happens to everyone, and, and, and two, that there is an end to it. Yeah. And and is there anyone, so would you say, f- follow those people on social media yeah. and then 
they will help you because you, you can see how they're dealing with yeah, it. Yeah, follow them on social media. And, you know, all I think netball's really good for the fact that it engages with people. So if you've got a similar injury or you're, you're just injured and, and you see them on social media, you know, message them and t- say, you know, that was a great session or copy their session or, you know, just they're people you can connect with as well because they're going through the same thing. And they're going to be open to that. Cause... Well, yeah, and, and what I'd like to also add is, moral of the story is, you can still have these horrendous injuries that keep you out for quite some time and still get back into that red and white dress, you know, like Sarah did. So we've got international stars that are having these terrible injuries, but yet with really good rehab and time and patience, it's not the end of it. And and you you look at someone like Beth Cobden, did her, did her ACL in the Super League final last year, so probably like one of the most heartbreaking things yeah, you can do sure. at that time. And she's going to line up for Adelaide Thunderbirds in round one of the Suncorp Australian League. Like that, that's a huge, that's a huge achievement for her. And the way she, she went about rehab, she was very much like, I want to be around the girls. Like, like, even if I can only jog in a straight line, I'll come and do it at practice time because then I get to see everyone. Mm. Like if I've got to, if I've got to go and do some rehab and, you know, it's just static stuff, I'll come and do it by the side of the court. So Mm. like people like at every level are going through the same thing. Um, And it's not, like it's not insurmountable you've just got to kind of like break it down into little chunks do you know what that i think that is what you've said there summarizes everything that you could do if you have got an injury so naomi i really hope that that helps you and also do you know what on that note about messaging people Naomi, don't be afraid to message us. Keep yeah. us posted. Yeah. Let us know how your rehab's going, how, how, how you're getting on with it. And um, we'll keep in touch. And we can almost put you in touch with each other, I guess, yeah. then, can't we? We can help you out. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and we're sure you'll be back on a netball court in the very near future. Uh, now, ladies, we are at that time of the show. <laughs> Round 14 predictions. Uh, yeah. So we've already mentioned this quite a bit today, but first up, we've got Bath at home to Loughborough. What are your thoughts, Mags, on this whopper of a game? I'm still going to have to go with Loughborough. Because Thanks, Mags. I, I, for the simple reason that the team that stepped out last night were not the team that I know, mm. that the fans are used to watching. And Sarah knows herself, that's not the team that she expected to play. So they can only do better. It's Absolutely. Here, here. Do you agree with that? <laughs> Well, obviously. You need yeah. to. <laughs> they just need to listen to you. Uh, right. Uh, and Saturday sees Dragons at home to Sirens. That's going to be a close Ooh, one. Oh, yeah. Dragons. I'm going Dragons. You're going Dragons? Yeah, I am. What about you, Sarah? See, this is going to be tight because it's like the the Wales-Scotland grudge mm. match as well. And, and Scotland prevented Wales from qualifying for Worlds. Mm. And there's a lot of history there. And... I mean, out of the two, I've got more loyalty to to Sirens, so I'm going to go Sirens. Oh, I like it. You're disagreeing. Uh, Thunder taking on Stars at home as well. What are you thinking? It's Thunder all the way. Yeah. Yeah, I think what we were talking about before, about Thunder beating teams below them more comfortably than others, I think they'll win that. And Storm are hosting London Pulse. Ooh. What are we saying? Now, I'd looked at this one and I was like, oh, where, which Look, way do Mag, I go with this one? As if you're doing oh. homework, Max. <laughs> what yeah, is this about? Do you not remember? She brought notes in. <laughs> notes. Those like, notes this is saved your bacon. Us. They saved us, <laughs> isn't it? It's me just rocking up thinking it's a bit of fun. Yeah, because you're so awesome, Sarah. You're so awesome. And you're all no, over No, she's it. unprepared. She's all over it. Go on, what were you Failing to prepare. Prepare to fail. Sarah, you go first. Oh, you might actually have done all this homework. You've had to think about it beforehand and right. you've still been a chicken. Do you know what? Right. I know this isn't great for if you can't see this, but close your eyes. 
right? Hands in the air if you think Storm are going to win. Hands in the air if you think London Pulse are going to win. Right, open your eyes. You've disagreed. Oh! Sarah, Sarah said London Pulse. Max said Storm. Right, so we'll right. see. Fabulous. I'm just bitter. Amazing. Uh, right. Finally, Monday, Mavericks are hosting Wasps. And uh, surely that's a must win for Mavs if they hope to stay in touching distance of the top four. Yeah, you'd think so. Um, a huge a huge amount of pressure on them. Also, I think Mav said last time after they lost to Wasps, they'd beat them by 10 next time. So, that's a big yeah. shout. It's a big shout, isn't it? Yeah. So what are you saying? I just don't think that the, the Mavs will do it. I really don't think the Mavs will do it. I think, you know, if we... Because I know they made a few changes in the last game uh, with Georgia off, um, swapped off and uh, Kadeen taken off. But I still think that Wasps have that strength and depth that Mavs don't. Yeah, I think Wasps will win that. You both agree on Wasps? Yeah, yeah, Wasps are playing well now and yeah. um, I'm not sure Mavs can live with them. Right, well, that is all of our predictions in. Oh. We're pleased to know. Before we wrap up, it feels like it's flown by. Have you it got anything, quick. any shout-outs at all you'd like to give? No, I'm, no, I'm, I'm good. I've got no um, public service <laughs> announcements today. <laughs> I think, Max, I think we have one. Oh. To say, just for Sarah, to say we're rooting for her, aren't we? Absolutely, we're all the way. I, did you see me last night? I was playing every ball <laughs> from my setting. I can make up a coach. Why can I imagine that? I really <laughs> sign her up. That. Sign her up. <laughs> you know, so, no, no but, the best of best of luck to you. And I, and I honestly believe that they will turn them over yeah. because... The performance has to get better than it did last night. And Absolutely. so it's a given. And it will. It will. So uh, best of luck to you. Thank and you. Thank you as well for listening to Netball Nation. If you've got any questions or anything you'd like to chuck in, feel free to send them all to at uh, MyNetballNation. And to listen to our podcast, head over to MyNetballNation.com. Remember to follow us on all the social platforms. Tell your pals, tell your family, whoever, at MyNetballNation. And uh, we'll see you next week. See you. Bye. All. Bye. This is Nepal Nation.